I came out of the band scene. I used to play in bands all the time. And I think the reason I became a solo artist was because I was tired of having to like always go through back and forth different ideas and relying on people and that kind of thing. So being a solo artist was for sure easier, but it's lonelier. Okay, well, welcome to the Musician Secrets podcast. Today I have a part <laughs> of Via Barcelona uh, with me, uh, Andrew Allen. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, you're from Canada, right? Yes. Uh, yes, yes. Born and raised in Canada. Spent a lot of time in Canada. Um, love Canada. It's great. And so that's where I'm, that's where I'm calling in from right now. Yeah, awesome. You, you're officially the first guest from Canada, so. Woo! I like yeah. that. Well, thank you for choosing us. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I just loved um, your music. I just could not not have you on the show. Like, it was like, a no-brainer. I just, was, like, I was listening to a playlist, and your song, Wonderland, was on it. And I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. So I, like, then, like, wanted to see your other stuff and the more I listened to the the album like there are eight tracks on there um yeah. the more I'm just like okay I need I need to have them on here <laughs> so I'm excited I'm so excited that um, I get to have you <laughs> gosh well thank you very much <laughs> um yeah so for those that don't know you that well um just walk walk us or walk me through your story like I know that you, well you're from Canada you have a daughter right London I do wow yeah. you do know a lot I, I do my research <laughs> research my stocking yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah she just turned five right she did yes yeah. she did yeah she's, she's super fun thank you <laughs> thanks so much yeah you know I think um you know if I'm walking people through yeah. where we're at where they maybe don't know much about via Barcelona or my own stuff. Um, I'm a solo artist and I used to hire Taylor, who's the other half of via Barcelona, mm -hmm. um, to perform with me. So we would tour around under my own solo stuff. Mm -hmm. And somewhere along the line, I, I started thinking like, I want to do something different. I want to do not something different, but something else, something fun and upbeat and energetic that gets people dancing. Yeah. And so I sh showed Taylor a couple demos. He was like, man, I'm into this. And I was like, okay. And so he just like jumped in, taught himself how to produce started programming drums and like just killed it and I was like oh, we're into this and so we kind of developed via Barcelona from there just as something that we're like we don't want any rules we don't want any like nobody can tell us like this has to go this way it has to be this way like yeah. we're like yeah. if we want like you know eight part like African inspired harmonies we're doing it <laughs> and yeah. we just think yeah. it'd be fun and so that's kind of where it all started we uh you know we gigged a ton last summer did a lot of, like a bunch of really fun festivals and then um, kind of landed us into the new album and we wrote it from a distance because he was going to school in Nova Scotia, which is on the East Coast of Canada. Uh -huh. And I was living in Vernon, which is the West Coast of Canada. And we were literally like <laughs> writing the album. Apart, really, yeah. <laughs> Did not. And so we, we wrote the album that way. And then we went to Los Angeles and finished writing a bunch of songs with some different writers there and then came back, self-produced the album and then got a buddy of ours, Josh Bogart, to sort of mix and master the whole thing and just make it sound real tight and then uh and then we released it we're super proud of it we think it's um it's a really cool collection of works and it feels refined and um it's got a lot of energy it's just fun yeah and totally like it's because it's like early in the morning for me so i just 
put on your album and I'm just like, oh, like, <laughs> it really is like so fun and upbeat and uh, just, yeah, like some, they're like refreshing. It's, it's so like, these were my, my notes, literally the first time. I, I just like to just take, I just like to either sit in my car and drive to work or lay on the couch or in my bed and just like listen to the music. And, cool. and then just kind of write down what my first impressions are. And um, it was, I wrote down fun, uplifting, meaningful, makes you dance, feel good. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> so yeah, that was definitely, that was like my overall like impression of the entire album. And I think it was, for me, I'm a lyric person. So I just, mm. um, I love songs that have a message that aren't just about, you know, whatever like partying or falling in clubs like yeah there, there's nothing wrong with that but there's so many songs like <laughs> about it already out there so I, I love when there's uh when there's a song or an entire album that talks about things that aren't really touched on um mm -hmm. so that's why I just kind of love the album um thank you so uh, can like walk me through the the writing process of it. Did you did you kind of do all the writing and then Taylor did all the production and drums or was it like more of a he did something you did something and kind of bring it together or how does that work? You know the whole album um, was very collaborative. So we there's some songs where he brought like some very very like fundamental ideas and like strong like writing points and we would work on it together. There's other ones where I was like, hey, what do you think about this idea? And I'd, you know, sort of like flesh the idea out and he'd be like, oh, I like this, but I don't like this. Let's change this. And then even in the production side of it, a lot of it was done where I would do like a really terrible, like programmed drum thing and then record a vocal and a guitar or vocal and synth or whatever. I'd send it to him and then he'd revamp the whole drum part and like, you know, add in different sections. So it was, it was like, there's definitely parts I remember bringing to the table or he brought to the table, but overall the whole thing was really collaborative. It was fun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Would you say that that makes things harder or easier? Like if you're, cause you're, you're a solo artist, but then you also have right. yeah, Barcelona, like you can draw the, you know, the distinction between the two. Like, what do you think is easier? Is it like being a solo artist and making all the decisions on your own or, you know, having to consult with Tyler and being like, Hey, what do you think? Like, yeah, I think, you know, being a solo artist, um, I came out of the band scene. I used to play in bands all the time. And I think the reason I became a solo artist was because I was tired of having to like always go through back and forth different ideas and relying on people and that kind of thing. So being a solo artist was for sure easier, but it's lonelier. So if you want a collaborative project, then you need to collaborate. And so you kind of put your ego aside and you hope that the other person does too. And you can just create something really special. And I think the idea of introducing new ideas, things that you wouldn't have thought about are really important. And so I think for me, it was, um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely challenges with it, but there's also a lot of freedom in it, knowing that there's somebody else, like you, can, you can't get super egotistical about it because you can be like, oh man, that song rules. Well, I didn't write the whole thing. I shared it with somebody. So you can't get like super cocky about it. And then if you're like, oh man, we really tanked that. You don't have to feel so bad because you're like, well, it might've been them. So it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I you, got, it. you got to share everything. It's good. <laughs> it can go either way. Be like, oh yeah, you know, it wasn't all my fault. Totally. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> that's cool i haven't even thought about that that's uh... a <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's cool yeah i think um i agree like if you're a solo artist like it's your solo right so i mean yeah. you have all the freedom in, in calling the shots but um you're also alone like you said it's um, mm -hmm. i think it's cool that you have like both that you have like your own little solo thing but then have like via Barcelona. Um, totally. Well. <laughs> it's a good mix. It works well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. So, uh, yeah, we talked a little bit about because um, you just came off of a live stream, um, mm -hmm. right? So, how has like 2020? How has it like changed your entire uh, the entire music for you? Like, obviously, you switched to live stream, so. I did. So I did a lot of live streams initially um, when all this stuff first happened. And then in the area of Canada where I live, they opened up the opportunity to perform for a maximum of 50 people, mm -hmm. um, which was great. So I had a lot of actual live concerts via Barcelona, unfortunately, didn't mm -hmm. because we're, you know, we definitely thrive off the energy of like a dance crowd. And that wasn't really available. Yeah. So so me as a solo artist, I was able to perform, you know, a handful of shows throughout the summer for 50 people kind of thing. Um, and uh, sorry, I think my video just cut out there for a second. Um, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, so that was a good opportunity for me to be out there and actually like get to do what I love doing. Um, but now because of, uh, because of all the restrictions that have been put in place, I've definitely had to do more like more live streams and kind of set those things up which is not i wouldn't say it's my favorite thing to do mm -hmm. but it's um it's still a chance to be able to perform the music that you've created with the intention of performing it yeah. so so that part's been good goodness gracious it's actually taylor calling me on the other line i think he wants to be in on this call uh, well he can just click on the link and join <laughs> right i should tell him that actually you're like, hey, get on here. I'm on the interview you never told me about. <laughs> right? Exactly. Goodness gracious. Okay, let me, uh, I don't know if you can still see me. Can you or no? Um, no, I can't. Oh, there's just. Oh, geez. So funny. <laughs> we should, uh, yeah, he should tell the story, I think. <laughs> I probably should. Um, yeah, so we're, we're a duo and we both manage the Instagram account. And when I see that he's corresponding with somebody, I let him do that. And when yeah. he's, cor or if I am, we just let each other do our thing yeah. and uh, I did not know about this interview and then I saw a notification pop up where you were waiting for somebody to be on this interview that I knew nothing about but I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. Hello! Hi! Hello. <laughs> so great for you to join us Taylor. Oh my goodness there you go well I am currently in my car. Oh that's cool. <laughs> there you go. Then Andrew before you leave can you just show me yeah. your setup? Because that was actually one of my questions because I watched your YouTube videos and yep. I'm like, how do they do it? Like, what's the, <laughs> what do you, because uh, it, it looks like this huge, like, looping and then the drums and then the keyboard and like, right. everything, like, how do you <laughs> set it all up? So, yeah, we, I mean, we, we do have some backing tracks that we run just through, um, either through Logic or we bounce them out mm -hmm. and um, a lot of that a lot of the backing tracks are stuff that Taylor has like figured out and configured and all this stuff. Like I said, like when we, when we joined forces, Taylor was like, okay, here's what I don't know. I'm going to learn it. And he just did it and like figured out how to program drums and how to program tracks and all the things. So we run that either off a MacBook or off a phone. 
whatever that looks like and kind of pan stuff. Um, and then I use a loop station, which thankfully I have it all set up right here. Yeah, exactly. So that works well. Yeah. Which is well, actually that's what we use for our, our summer shows as well. When we just play for Andrew stuff. Yeah. So we use this loop station gives me three separate tracks that I can record on or you can record them all together yeah. and then there's also a harmony pedal which affects my second mic so I usually run you know two mics so that this one is the one that's affected yeah and this one's the one that's just straight up all right and then um and then for Taylor he's using like a regular drum set and then he's also using an SPD so that we can throw in effects and different sounds that sound more like the stuff that we have in the album so that he can play a lot more of it live that's cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time, Andrew. <laughs> no problem. It was jumping in last minute. <laughs> it was Andrew, great chatting Andrew, with you. Thank you so to... much. Andrew. I'm glad I got to be part of it. Enjoy the rest of your conversation. And all right, peace out, guys. Bye, Andrew. Yeah, see you, buddy. Uh, for people that don't know you, um, just introduce yourself uh, real quick. Um, what got you into music and songwriting? Because and, you're a drummer, right? I'm a drummer, yeah. Yeah, drummer turned into, uh, yeah, kind of molded into being a songwriter and singer, and now um, producer. Yeah. Um, yeah, that all kind of came along without, I didn't have to, like, I, I never went out of my way to be any of those things. It just kind of, I kept on walking into opportunities that then kind of required me to stretch my abilities and change what I was doing a bit. And so that's, yeah, that, that's kind of, how Via Barcelona has been able to happen with just Andrew and I yeah. um, because we both you know like changed our crafts a bit and along with doing our regular like you know Andrew on the guitar and singing and um, songwriting and then myself with just drumming and singing a bit and, and then becoming more of a songwriter um, onto both of us producing all of our own music and then releasing it it's like been it, yeah it's, it's been a fun learning curve but something I never you know, I, I never like sought out. It was just like, oh, I'm now doing this. <laughs> well, I think it's cool. Like it, if it just happens naturally, I think it, uh, it just is more fun than, oh, I have to learn that. I have to do this. Like, it's not like a tool pick off. I um, totally agree. Yeah. I think that's a cool trait to have is having that curiosity to learn um, as well. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to learn that, or I don't know, why should I? Let's just hire someone or whatnot, or just ask a friend or... <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I can empathize with those with those feelings and, and people that may do that, but straight up, we just didn't have the time or the or the means to do something like that, to, to like, you know, I, I think anyone who's starting out, whether it's any anything in the arts or... Uh, a, you know, a startup or a small business or a band, especially in this case, it's like you don't really have the means to to do a whole lot other than just slug it out yourself. Yeah, exactly. But um, I really um, love the lyrics to "Place to Call Home." I I told Andrew I'm like a big lyric person, so I I love songs that really have a message and really try to say something. And "Place to Call Home" just I don't know struck a chord. I walk me through mm -hmm. the 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 process of the song. Yeah, so that one, um, with writing that, Andrew and I write all the songs together. Mm -hmm. That one, part of it happened um, last year sometime. Yeah, it would have been October and November, I think, 2019. Mm -hmm. And I just, I woke up and just had this little, 
you know, this is melodic hook in my head, just, aren't we all, aren't we all just looking for a place to call home? And I was like, oh, it's like a nice hook. I could build, you know, I could build a little chorus around that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we wrote, we wrote a couple of verses, but they weren't that great. And so we kind of put the song on the back burner, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of others, and then revisited it months later mm-hmm. and thought, oh, that's a strong chorus. We just need to finish the verses. So we scratched what we had wrote completely different ones, different melodies, different um, arrangements, completely different words. Um, and it came out really fast. And I think that's sometimes when the best material happens is when you just, um, you know, it's just off the cuff and you don't have to try too hard. But yeah, those, those times come few and far between. But with actual production and everything, that, that again was changing every time we kind of went to produce it. You know, Andrew would send me something and I'd, I'd alter it and send it back. And we were just trying to find the best, you know, the, the, a way to serve the song best because we knew it could have this like really strong impact, but we wanted it to be the biggest. Like we wanted, we just wanted it to be the best it could be. Um, and so, yeah, there's that little, there's during the start of the song, right before that first chorus, um, when it says, it doesn't come like a, like a storm in the ocean. It comes like a gentle breeze. Um, I love and that. then it drops to nothing. Yeah. First of all, yeah amazing line and i was like yeah. okay i want to work with that because before it was just jumping straight into a chorus and like yeah. kind of a full beat it was a bit more full mix and i was like let's it sit a little i i love i love it absolutely yeah and i was like okay gentle breeze i just want to kind of do that but musically so it's kind of built up built up kind of getting a bit um i don't know just yes yeah, it's louder and louder and maybe a bit dissonant and then it just cuts to nothing and it's just the plucked chords and super open like just it kind of just forced you to think because the yeah. song almost silent in between those little plucks and it's like oh wow, this is not awkward but personal and um kind of intimate and and really yeah like reflective and then the the lyrics come in aren't we all aren't we all just looking for a place to call them yeah i think once that happened the whole song just kind of came together as a whole and it, yeah. yeah it felt so yeah it definitely transforms like there's something where you're like wait there's nothing happening like you're waiting for like the punchline and you're like nothing's happening <laughs> like it is something happening but it's not like what you would expect to happen which is awesome because then it's, it has that effect where you're like oh right it like it gets you thinking and then the yeah. punchline happens just like a few seconds later where it's like aren't you just all looking for a place to call home right and yes it's uh and that's what i loved about the song is like i love when things don't happen the way i, I expect them to <laughs> Perfect. yeah so that was um but yeah just for for um i'm just gonna read the lyrics because they're awesome uh, mm-hmm. and they, they, they just say it all basically like empty pack of cigarettes on the counter uh, and bottles on the kitchen floor. You climbed the highest mountains, still haven't found what you're looking for. When the dust has finally settled and you're good to let your mind slow down, uh, maybe then you can hear your heartbeat because there aren't any, but because th- there ain't anybody around. Uh, sometimes, sometimes you're so far away. Sometimes, sometimes you want to stay. Sometimes, sometimes the thing that you need doesn't come like a storm in the ocean it comes like a gentle breeze My- <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah wow when you just read it out like that, that i don't think anyone's 
Andrew and I have never done that. We've never actually just read out the lyrics. It's always been while we're singing to the melody or to the chords or figuring it out. It's like, wow, that actually was, that was kind of powerful. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm going to have to go home and just read it again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone, I think, I love this song. Like, everyone that's listening should totally check it out. Because, I mean, in the second verse, it kind of gives you the answer to that where, um, where it really says, like, maybe it's the years I've been searching or maybe it's the love I lost uh, yeah. that made me find what I want want to hold on to and never, uh, no matter what the cost. Yeah. I've, yeah, those those are some huge lines. Yeah. I think it's it's the answer to all the questions you hear in the beginning. Um, mm. I, it just, it was definitely a song that just kind of shook me and was like, Elise, <laughs> I can listen to this. Like, this is awesome. So what, what, what do you call home? Like, what is home to you? Home to me? Hmm. I think it's definitely relationship and people and connection. Mm -hmm. uh, it, yes, oftentimes home is, home is, it can be a place, mm -hmm. um, like a physical like a destination um like a town or a place you grew up or a home where i don't know a place in where you love but um for me it's more often the place where the people i love are um and it's yeah it's funny that i think home especially um pertaining to this song was home was a metaphor for belonging mm -hmm. uh, that was yeah that was pretty much the driving factor of the whole of the whole song was that everyone's looking for a place to belong and to feel um like they matter or that they're loved um or there's a purpose or you, you know that there's there's a reason to get up yeah uh, i think yeah when i think of the song and i think of what's home to me it's definitely um the comfort and belonging and feeling and love yeah that's a good answer i love that <laughs> nothing nothing to add there um i as i was listening to the the track there was a quote that kind of popped into my mind i can't i don't know where i got it from but it says um money can buy you a house but it can't give you a home that that's the I don't know I just kind of popped into my head as I was listening to the song I'm like yeah that's <laughs> so true I don't know um but I know it's late so um I won't keep you around for, for much longer so you can um get some sleep but um what do you think is the the most challenging thing um when it comes to songwriting or producing an album great question um it's funny I think in, in this band, in Via Barcelona, um, Andrew and I have had somewhat of a pretty unique um, band situation in, in that at school in Nova Scotia. Yeah. So completely across the country from each other almost the whole time that we've made music. And I've come home for three or four months in the summer. And then I'm home for three weeks in the winter. Uh -huh. uh, it's different now with COVID, but yeah <laughs> um, you know we made all of our music pretty much remotely and there was 
there was a few times where we, were, we recorded things um, in person um, and we were able to track vocals together. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- those times we knew we didn't have that much time. So we would just, we would just blast stuff out as fast as possible pretty much. But yeah, yeah it's been, it, it was, it's kind of funny because I think the things that I think are difficult or the biggest challenges about um, songwriting or creating an album or creating this piece of art um, wouldn't necessarily be what everyone else um, would see as the most challenging part. I think um, just pertaining to the actual album and what we want it to be, I think one of the biggest challenges is deciding what to say and deciding how you want to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, like, because Andrew and I write songs quite a lot, um, sometimes together, sometimes just separately, um, but we're pretty much always writing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that goes for most bands and singer-songwriters out there, um, is that, you know, you have this little this little inkling and you can't really stop it you're always writing whether it's just the music or lyrics or both um but it's then narrowing it down to okay what actually do we want to say and what do we want people to hear in these 30 minutes or 35 minutes that they're going to listen to this um set of songs so yeah i think the hardest the hardest thing would be what what to put out what what to say and then yeah, how to say it in a way where you're going to connect with the most people. And, you know, like Place to Call Home does with you, like strike chords with people. That's like, that's probably the most rewarding part of it um, is to have your album be listened to or a song be listened to and make someone feel something. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's probably the biggest reward. And then just figuring out how to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think you really nailed this album for sure. Because I just... Wow. Yeah, I, I I love like all of it, and the like again the lyrics are just so, just powerful. So I I appreciate artists that really tr- try to think about what they really want to say, like what they want to bring across. So I want to thank you guys for doing that and doing such an awesome job with it. Basically, <laughs> thank you so much, thank Elise. That that means a lot. Last question before I let you go is um, what when do you know that a song is finished? Like you as like do putting like the production <laughs> on it. Like I never know well, when to stop. Like as perfectionists, we want it to be the best it can be. Oh, right? totally. Like where do oh, I stop? <laughs> that's a good question. Oh my god, I feel that. I, I feel like um, you know there is never a place for a lot of songs. There is never a place where it's like oh we are finally done and it's perfect. Yeah. It's just you have to come to a place where you're like this is exactly what it needs to be and then let it be yeah and, and just kind of accept that that's the song mm-hmm. um and not not skimp out on it or not take less time um than it deserves or anything um like still absolutely try your hardest to make the song the best it can be but mm-hmm. in that there is like no end to what you could do to it to make it different and you could always oh, what if you try this or make it sound like this? You could exactly. do that all day for 10 years. Yeah. Um, You'll never finish a song. That's why. Exactly. Where do you exactly. find the balance? That's the thing. It's like, okay, we're going to get the song to be that it sounds the best, but without like overthinking it, that will take me forever or probably never to like bring it out. 
absolutely yeah it's like a painting i think of it like that there's you know you know a painting doesn't have to be done but it, it can be finished and it can be a complete work of art and there's obviously things that you could always change or different choices that could have been made to make the picture different mm-hmm. um but it's just finding out what you want to get across with your work of art and then once you've once you've achieved that then i think it's i think yeah you've got your song you've got your painting you've got what you need Mm. that's a good analogy that's really cool (laughs) i've never thought about it as a painting before um yeah so where can people find you where can people find you on social media on obviously like spotify and itunes so they can um, check out you guys and your awesome music for sure absolutely um on instagram is the main social media we use um so that's at via barcelona so Mm -hmm. it's like at via barcelona but stick an i in between the last two um and then also same on spotify apple um google play youtube amazon anything anywhere you get your music it's via barcelona um yeah our newest album wonderland dropped in september and the um music video for place to go home which you and i talked about quite a lot tonight was or sorry that comes out um on the 18th mm-hmm. i saw the little snippet on instagram is really cool with the printer <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <clears throat> yeah there's a little teaser on there so i can't wait to see that uh, music video sure. Absolutely. <laughs> all right so i'm gonna link everything up as well also your individual instagram account so um everything Perfect. will be linked up so people will have no trouble finding you um thank and, you. yeah no thank you so much for um just being awesome and putting out awesome music and um i can't wait to see the music video and hear more from you guys amazing thanks so much for doing this this interview and for running a podcast that um, has the heart that you do um so that's my my hope is really that people can see i think there's this stamina around music and songwriting that that isn't really true i think to some degree um and i hope that this this podcast like talking to more musicians and people will realize that and see like, oh, you know what? I can do something and I can write songs and I can do it in my bedroom. I can team up with with somebody else that um, can drum and knows how to produce and I know how to do the vocals and all that stuff. Like you can, there are possibilities and the more musicians I talk to, the the, the more, I just want to share these podcasts because I'm like, you know what? You can do it. You can't, it doesn't look the way you thought. It does, and it is possible. That's what I'm trying to say with this entire podcast. <clears throat> Sorry, I like losing my voice, but mm-hmm. I'm so passionate about it because <clears throat> absolutely, it's possible. That's all I'm trying to say. It you should do mm-hmm. it. If you're passionate about music. If you're passionate about songwriting, that qualifies you as a musician. It qualifies you as a songwriter. And don't wait to be perfect. Like take imperfect action and that's it that's what i'm trying to say (laughs) absolutely that's amazing thank you for doing this all right well have a good evening and get home safely (laughs) thank you so much have a great day yeah well this is a great start to the day (laughs) true yeah that's so nice that's great yeah well uh well then uh, i'll talk to you soon sometime and um all the best sounds good we'll keep in touch <laughs> bye <laughs>
Smiley. Thank you for listening to the Musician Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Koa. I hope you got to learn something new about producing or songwriting or mental health when it comes to making music. Uh, the fears that most musicians have um, when making music. So everything that's behind the scenes, behind making music, you'll learn it here because I am basically talking to anyone that makes music all around the world. So I have a great privilege to learn all of that and I can't wait to share it with you all. So follow this podcast if you enjoyed what you heard today and go and share it with somebody that you think could enjoy this episode as well. Benefit and learn from it and as always there's more information at alisecoa.com slash podcast. Talk to you soon. Bye. Saw a shooting star from the highway in the middle of the night. I thought that I was doing it my way, that I was all alone in the fight. Or maybe it's the years I've been searching, or maybe it's the love I love.